What's up, y'all? It's your host, Chapo, and I'm back to discuss the new Lifetime three-night premiere, little mini-series or documentary entitled I Survived R. Kelly. Child, I almost passed out, choked. I almost, I almost died, came back to life, and died again. I said, what? No, I mean, like, what? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. And so, apparently... I only saw the commercial once, and I only saw it last night, which I'm really happy about because it premieres technically today because where I'm broadcasting, right now it's already the third. So it's supposed to come on tonight on Lifetime. So I was excited because usually when I, you know, you see premieres for things or whatever, previews, you got to wait a while. So I was really happy to, to finally to catch it, but actually realize it's coming on today. So first thing that caught my attention because my tv wasn't that loud i wasn't really paying attention to anything anybody was saying but somebody said something that made me looked up i guess it was disturbing so i was like oh this must be like you know one of those id shows because you know there's too many shows on id too many victims crying or too many um victims families loved ones who survived you know the victim crying so i said let me see what this is and I seen and noticed that it kept saying, I survived. I survived, but I didn't see the R. Kelly part. And I also noticed, I'm like, oh, that's just that show, I survived. Because y'all know there's a show called I Survived where people went through, um, I guess you could say, tough circumstances, situations where their life was on the line and um, they had to go into survival mode. And if they didn't do that, they wouldn't be here today. So they lived to tell their stories. And they get just as emotional as these women I was looking at. So I was like, oh, this might be I Survive. But when I kept looking, I'm telling you, it was like something in my spirit kept saying, something's not right here. This ain't the normal show because all the women was like African-American <clears throat> or mixed face. But mostly in my opinion, African-American. And low key in my head, I'm laughing. I'm like, let me find out they done did the African-American version of I survived. That's not to say that they don't have African American people on there. It's just like mostly, you know, just not that, not that many. But to me, I know this was just a lot. Of, and then it wasn't until one of them looked like Mary J. Blige to me, but it wasn't Mary J. Blige. So I said, hold up, what is this? And then at the end, it finally said, I survived R. Kelly. Child, I almost fell out right there. I said, no, they didn't. I had no idea I was even on Lifetime. I don't know what I was watching earlier today, because I'm going to tell you like this. Lifetime, Lifetime is, in my opinion, Lifetime stock going down, okay? If you're a new time watcher of Lifetime in the past, I want to say even, ooh, child, even a decade, because as long as I was even living, I moved to Queens about the 10 years ago, it was about to be this March. I could say Lifetime was already on its way downhill. My lifetime that I remember and love was like the early 90s because they had a lot of those late 80s into the early 90s movies. Those movies was about real people. They still do movies about real people, but it was a little bit more relatable and more like soap opera-ish, but real life and more just fun. Like my one of my favorite movies is uh, um, Betty Broderick because she was a gun-toting rich white woman that went crazy and killed her ex-husband and his new wife and anyway i always felt their stock went down so to hear them be the ones that is coming out with this long story short is 
also surprising to me because I feel like you're going to definitely have people paying you attention now if they wasn't paying you no attention before. Because whether Lifetime is your movie or not, or your channel or not, or Lifetime Movie Network is your channel or not, which like I said, it used to be my favorite thing. I used to sit there and on Saturdays, home from college, doing all my studies, I used to just put on Lifetime because all weekend, they used to have weekend, they used to have um weekends called He's Hot But I Hate Him. And all weekend, they would show nothing but like... <laughs> psycho crazy boyfriends who are hot <laughs> but you hate it i mean you know like they had themes um you know or the one hot woman that's the uh black widow they had like all these things but now these things are a little too cheesy for me they're the, the endings are a little too put together even if it's supposed to be real like it's bad it's bad so lifetime knowing this will probably get the ratings back up but all i wanted to say is how do you feel about that how the hell you feel about that Nobody's saying that R. Kelly's not a sexual predator. Nobody's saying that he's never had rumors. Just come on, let's be honest, surrounding him, pertaining things that he's done. And then, of course, there was that tape. And then, of course, his marriage to um, an underage Aaliyah, God bless the dead. And a lot of other things that just went on with him. So now I saw so his sparkle coming out, his ex-wife is coming out. I already went on YouTube, but I went on YouTube because I wanted to see the commercial again. And also, it showed me some previews of some of these women. And so, I can't help... I'm sorry, guys. I'm not saying that people is not... Was affected by R. Kelly. And I'm not saying that R. Kelly is a great man. He is still okay, the king of R&B. You know, you still got to give it to him as far as music goes. But I can't tell you what type of man he is behind closed doors of women. You know what I'm saying? So, I wouldn't... I wouldn't go as far so far to say that, but I do find it odd that uh, a large group of women all at around the same time would have just, nobody, like, they all don't really all know each other like that, you know, who put this together, and then whoever is the, like, the producers or whoever the situation is or whatever, what would have been in it for these women to come out and bear it all like that, especially if this isn't going to court, for a civil lawsuit, <clears throat> which, yes, it could be that the statutes of limitations have expired. I'm not saying that, that that couldn't have happened. But it's also not going into um, civil or criminal. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, so much as it is more of like this public, I don't want to say takedown or expose. Because they could all give their life to women who've been, you know, groups of, with, who support women who've been sexually abused and assaulted in the past and help people that way and then maybe have a story to tell whether they put R. Kelly's name in it or not. But you have to understand, how did they all just get together? I find it odd when they all just start group up is the first thing. Now, I'm not saying that they're all lying because there, if it's true, it could be proven that R. Kelly did sleep, especially with underage women, then obviously that's illegal. That's illegal, it's disgusting, that's pedophile, pedophilia, which he's been accused of that in the past. You know what I'm saying? Many times, actually. I think I found an article that said, like, yeah, like 27 counts of pedophilia against him or something. And that he was a child molester. So, actually, they put Michael Jackson through the ringer more than they probably should have put R. Kelly through the ringer based on accusations that people has had on R. Kelly alone in the past. Okay, but, he, he you know, nothing really happens with him. But what I'm simply saying is, obviously, underage sex and stuff and pedophilia is inappropriate. That's unacceptable. 
But you have some of these women who was in relationships with R. Kelly or was in some kind of, you know, he had sex cults. They had rumors saying that he had sex cults and stuff like that. Unless he was, I guess, psychologically manipulating you and abusing you, which is possible. And unless you had Stockholm Syndrome, which is also possible. I'm Like I said, I'm trying to be realistic as I can. Y'all asses was old enough to get the hell up out of there. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard to, you know, it's not that you feel hard victimization, but it's okay. Even if somebody's urinating on you during sex, you know, there's certain types of sex now is different levels of sex. It's not necessarily illegal because I was looking at the comments or the social media or YouTube. Child, you should see what they, and I'm going to share with you what they're saying in the comments just to give you an idea of how much, you know, you know, this is stirring up a lot of thought and conversation I don't give a hell how you feel about the man I don't care if you don't even care about him at all or the situation you're lying because there's it's juicy you know what I'm saying there's still something about this kind of like about this that's gonna raise your eyebrow and make you be like oh my gosh also I want to say that there's something about it that's very reminiscent of a Bill Cosby situation um, all over again, except for, of course, this time, you know, I don't know, like I said, maybe the statutes of limitations expire, but, you know, what, what are we getting out of this? All we just wanted to expose R. Kelly, you know, that's what I'm trying to say, is we just trying to um, share our story because we want women to be, be stronger, you know, I feel like, you know, you got to question motive. <clears throat> now, I also noticed that it was a commenter on the bottom of the YouTube video with one of the clips because I just wanted to look at the girls faces and and really just kind of just get an idea what to watch because I'm gonna watch I gotta watch because I just gotta see what people gotta say and somebody said that they already exposed one of the women on there as um being already being lied to that her husband and somebody else had already um fessed up to something so I wanted to read some of the comments but also to just try to understand what would be the motive behind all of this you know what I'm saying like I just I just find it odd that's all I'm simply saying and it's not to say the same thing with Bill Cosby so people had their opinions because nobody wants women to be sexually assaulted you know what I'm saying I don't and nobody wants to believe the worst about somebody who you probably had um a good image of because the truth of the matter is we don't know who these people are behind closed doors it could be anybody but at the same time it's always going to beg the question, why now, you know, at some point, you know, and why in a group? And on that note, I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to come back and read some of these comments. See you after the break. Chapel's Culture. What's up, family? You're back from break. All right. So when we last left off, I was discussing I Survived R. Kelly and my feelings towards it personally. And then I said I was going to come back and share some comments. So. First thing I want to say is the title alone, I Survived R. Kelly. Now, in the regular show, I Survived, you have um, different random people, different victims of different circumstances. Yes, they might be similar, but each person's attacker or abuser, for the most part, is somebody different. Okay, so everybody's sharing their own personal separate experience related to the same theme or genre, right? When you have this title called I Survived R. Kelly... That's different because that'd be like if you said I survived 9/11 or I survived Hurricane Katrina because now you're making this person like a huge ordeal or event that everybody have experienced or more than one person have experiences, which is quite possible once again. But here's my thing: um, I think we all 
on a personal level, if we're honest with ourselves and not, not even with anybody else, but within ourselves, I think we can all admit that we've all survived some somebody, right? We've all survived somebody, right? So even us who have survived people in the past, think about it. What would it take for you to decide to get up with other people, other people? I mean, and, and maybe some of you have, but on the honest level, honesty, really, like how many people is really getting up with a bunch of other people who have survived the same person. And I mean, seriously, like I'm like talking about breakups or whatever, and then get together to, I don't know, speak out against them. Now, I'm not saying in the history of mankind, women who have not been assaulted, you know, um, sexually assaulted by the same men have not come together to beat cases against rapists and sexual predators and people who have kidnapped and raped them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is those are different situations, but for every single one of us, even if you were sexually, not many of us get to have that moment. So what would it take for you? For me, I would would need to have a lot of motive because first of all, I'm sharing my public experience that's kind of personal on public national television. I could have small children. I could be like a member of a really, you know, some kind of organization that I can't like really take kind of a scandal like that right now. It would take a lot for a lot of people to just come out and I would say just kind of put themselves on the line, whether they're telling the truth or not. So once again, I question motive. And I'm not saying that um, they're lying. I just question the timing. I feel some are lying, and I feel like even those that are telling the truth is just, why are you doing it now? That's all I just want to say. And then all the people that did put in lawsuits in the past or whatever, I could see how the system could have let them down. But these people in particular, I'm just trying to figure out what are you trying to gain from it because the man's name have already been slandered in the past. Especially if you're not going for some kind of civil or some kind of criminal suit. And on that note, I'm going to just jump into the comments. What people have been saying. So this guy on YouTube, if you want to check out his page, it's called R. Kelly News. Exactly how it sounds. R. Kelly News with an S. On this video, he commented and said, I've already exposed... One of the survivors, Ashanti McGee, on my page, her ex-boyfriend and her own daughter both said she's lying in a 30-minute conversation. Check it out, everyone. Now, how true that is, I don't know. Because I didn't check the video out yet. But somebody says in response to him, I believe these women are lying as well because why would they still come out now? I don't know. That was my question. I could be wrong, too. Then somebody said, you have to understand. I'm going to read all these comments because I can understand everybody's angle, but it's just weird to me. And I told you all before in a previous episode about Bill Cosby, I said, everybody got to be careful now, especially with this freaky deaky hookup culture. People saying they cool with stuff and because people don't speak up or whatever. Next thing you know, two, three, especially these men, next thing you know, two, three years later, somebody trying to hit you with some. Oh, that night, you know, I was too scared to say no, some nonsense bullshit. Watch yourselves. Anybody can go down for sexual harassment, even chapos who haven't had sex in long times and hardly get any play and don't go out on dates. All I needed for somebody to misinterpret me, um, what I'm trying to say to them, my advances towards them, 
and it could potentially land me in the same um, situation, God forbid. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes people see things that's not there. You know or maybe sometimes people are traumatized by things. And sometimes people are telling the absolute truth. But, you know, it really could go either way. What else they said here? They said all the comments supporting R. Kelly and dismissing these women are sad. Well, I agree, too. Because, like I said, I'm not saying that he's all their way right. <laughs> Never would claim that. But at the same time, I do believe in a situation like this where there's smoke, there's fire, that something ain't all the way right, especially with the time in these days with uh, this um, trend now of attack. They said, somebody said, Mrs. Kelly, if all these things happen to you that you say you went through, why do you still carry the name Kelly? Well, you know, that's a good question, too. You know, some people would be like, if you were that um, devastated, if you were that traumatized, yeah, maybe your children got to bear the name Kelly. But if you divorced the man and you don't want anything to do with him and you're so disgusted and so broken and your life is falling apart just probably by the thought of him and you probably have these memories in your mind that you can't erase. I mean, some of us are victims of trauma. We play things in our mind. How is it that you hold on to the name? Well, you know what? I don't know. Everybody heals differently. Like I said, maybe it's Stockholm. Then somebody said she can carry the last name because of her children. And I'm like, you could, child, I guess so. But all I'm saying, you know, that that ain't none of my business. Okay? And so, you know, they, say, they said, uh, why did Tina Turner keep hers? Well, you know what? That's a good point, but that wasn't sexual assault. That was just that was just domestic violence. That's that's so different. You understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> he might have raised her one time, and supposedly in the movie, but honestly, I think I get a little bit. We won't talk about it one day. I think I I think I get a little bit uh, of a bad, bad bad rap than what he. I'm not saying he didn't beat ten ass. That's not what I said. I just think that he's a little misunderstood. Somebody said for promotional purposes. And then that's it. I don't know. Y'all tell me what y'all think. I already told y'all what I think. Then somebody said R. Kelly is the king of R&B, rape, and bondage. But see, that's somebody's opinion too. Somebody said these are paid interviews because there's no police report. They said it would be better if the underage girl in that video came out and spoke. Instead of women who were grown and who had the will to leave but didn't. You see, now that's my understanding as well. The underage people I could get. People past a certain age. You Like, listen, stop playing. Why are they trying to front like R. Kelly wasn't that nigga that everybody was trying to get on his disco stick? You understand what I'm trying to say? That's the same thing I was trying to say about Bill Cosby. It's a lot of front-ass chicks that was running around here trying to act like Bill Cosby was like uh, the, you know what I'm saying, the hunchback of Notre Dame running around here looking like, you know, the boogie monster, you know what I'm saying, just coming after people like a, you know what I'm saying, the creature from the Black Lagoon, you understand what I'm trying to say though, and raping people, like, like, oh my God, it's so nasty, I didn't want them to touch me. Think about these people and their time. Think about these people and their prime. Think about R. Kelly when you hear um, um, Honey Love, you know what I'm saying, or Bumping. You know, there's too much songs going down. Child, 
You remind me of my Jeep child. Songs like that is panty droppers. Straight panty dropper draw songs. That's basically what I'm trying to say. I'm not going to believe for one second that R. Kelly had to rape a lot of people. I'm just, it's hard for me to believe that. Now, am I saying that he might have gotten a little too, I don't know. But as far as, like, just, no, I don't believe that. Yeah, so like I was saying, I don't believe for a second that R. Kelly had to do too much to get it. But, um, you know, I survived R. Kelly. What in the heck? Child. I don't know. Why now? Is R. Kelly, watch R. Kelly drop an album later on or something. Then one of the girls, I hear that she's going to reveal that R. Kelly is the person who gave her herpes. And that's supposed to be, um, I don't know. But somebody said, yeah, wow, Lifetime, they really went and picked this documentary up. Somebody said, I don't feel sorry or have any sympathy for these women. I'm not defending him. But these women continue to be around him knowing the controversy he was involved in during the 90s. Well... It's like, that's what I said. Michael Jackson seems to have gotten more criticism. And I'm not saying, you know, but. And listen, somebody here said women still going to sleep with going to going to still sleep with R. Kelly. Even after that, they will just like they did after they heard all of that. Somebody said, so y'all stayed, but now it was the worst thing ever. (laughs) I don't want to laugh because. We've all been in bad relationships with child. You just, you just want to all just get on TV and publicly humiliate. I mean, I don't know. Somebody says, seems like they weren't ready. You know, somebody had to throw something like that up in there. Somebody said, y'all got to stop defending this cat. I was an R. Kelly fan for decades, but he a molester, plain and simple. I don't know. Oh, some people say they stage. And that's all I got for now. Like I said, tomorrow I'm going to watch and I'm going to see it. But that's just my two cents on it because I saw that and I just couldn't believe that Lifetime actually took the time to pick this thing up. But they did, lo and behold. So, all right. See you after. Actually, I'll be back, I think, later on or tomorrow. I might just do the anniversary episode after this. But see y'all later. Chop's going